As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of God Goals in Girl Talk. I am so excited. We are back in yes. here with the tag team back again mm, um mm. we are back <laughs> with our friend Bree um if you missed last week go back because sis where were you first of all <laughs> but go back <laughs> and listen to the start of our series that we are calling single saved and celibate where we yes. are talking to my best friend miss Bree um hey. her going through and navigating her single season and today we are talking mm-hmm. about celibacy um yes. so Bree, let's just hop right into mm-hmm. it tell us a little bit about um one what celibacy is for people who may not mm-hmm. know what celibacy is and how you came um to the point where you decided okay I'm about to be celibate Okay. I do know that some people use the word celibate and abstinent um, interchangeably. And I use that too. At one point, there was times that I would be abstinent, meaning refraining from sex, not necessarily waiting till marriage, but I was just like, I'm not, I don't have time. I'm not, I'm not giving my body away um, to just somebody, you know, not like I was really out there. Now for me, celibacy, celibacy is I'm waiting until marriage until I am married to have sex to make love with my husband in all transparency. He's husband, I'm wife, ring, marriage certificate, all of that. So that is the definition. Not engaged, no, mm -mm, no, no. Not one ring, two rings, wedding band and engagement (laughs) ring. (laughs) To be specific, okay? You gonna see two rings. Two. Two. The whole package. (laughs) Yes, literally. Yes, that's what's up. (laughs) <laughs> and how I got to celibacy. <laughs> that is what's up. 
that's that's my walk how i got to celibacy so it was october 2016 i don't remember the exact date um i had been broken up with my ex for a couple months and i was at work and i worked at uh, usf financial aid service for like four years so at the time it's probably like year one um and i had recently got an annual done i went to my OBGYN, got my annual done and and i kept putting it off but i finally got it done and it, they you know did the cultures and all that other kind of stuff and i got a call and basically they told me that i got i had chlamydia and when i tell you you know the movies where people walking and everything freezes that was me that was me literally it everything if you know uss campus and if you know how the admissions office and the financial aid is right across from each other and that little breezeway right there that was me and all them benches and all them people that ride their skateboards that was me every i was right there and i was like my first question was like oh my gosh to this day now mind you i am aware of stis and i knew that it was something that was curable but i was like how long have I had this? Can I still have kids? All this other kind of stuff. And she's like, yeah, you're fine. Um, just come and take the antibiotics and you'll be good. So I had that conversation. The next conversation I had, they were like, you may want to call your partner. And at that time, he's my ex. We haven't talked. He broke up with me because he was not ready to be in a relationship. Excuse me. So mind you, I get this news and I have to call him. And I rem- I had deleted his number, remembered his number, called him. And I was like, is this so-and-so? And he was like, yeah. I was like, this is Brie. And the reason why the conversation is like this, because someone close to me had the same thing happen to her. And she was like, the worst thing was, when her experience, the guy blamed her and said it was her fault and she was the one unsafe. So when I'm on the phone with my ex and I was like, I got this from you because I had been with no one but you. Literally, I think it was the last time before my, I had slept with someone, it was probably like two years, maybe a year and a half. So he was literally the only person and I had to say this, and I was like, you should get checked, and I hung up on him, and I called someone I was close to that happened, um, it happened to them, and they just, they were there for me, and when I tell you, literally, the world stops, and I feel like, I'm gonna be so transparent with y'all, I felt so dirty, and this is, mm-hmm. and I don't say this in a, in a terrible way, if this has ever happened to someone, you know, but I felt, I really felt unclean, and when I got home, I took a shower, I was like, oh my goodness, and I literally cried myself to sleep, I was like, how did this happen? How could, and again, if you hear me in the last, excuse me, podcast, I was like, he was supposed to protect me because again, I thought this was going to be my husband, you know? And for me, I made a rule that if I'm not someone's girlfriend, then I'm not going to have sex with them. So again, I'm over here thinking he was supposed to protect me. He was supposed to, but I was like, no, Brie, that was you. You were supposed to protect your body, you know? And a friend of mine, they were like, you didn't know, you couldn't tell, like you didn't feel any. I was like, eh, kind of not really, you know what I mean? Because as women, our bodies go through so much. You could take the wrong Epsom salt and something's wrong down there. You know, yeah. you can take the wrong bath, pH balances off and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I did. And if you know me, you know, I'm really close with my mom. I did not tell my mom, didn't tell family members. I think I only told like two people and Honestly, I can't remember the the day or the time or whatever, but just in that span, that's when I knew I was like, uh-uh, I'm done. And I think it was easier for me to choose celibacy and this, this path, this choice, this lifestyle, this promise to God and myself, because I had been absent before. I had dated the wrong dudes. I had dated a guy in high school that he broke up with me and I continued to sleep with him because I thought that was going to keep him. 
lost myself. And then mm-hmm. after that, I was abstinent. So I had practiced it before, but I was like, nah, this time, God, it's me and you. Like never again until I'm married. Two rings, not one. So that is, that's really what initiated it. Yeah. I really just appreciate you telling that story. Like, because we don't talk about that kind of stuff a lot. Like people, somebody mm-hmm. who, I decided, no, boo, no. Until you get a phone call like that, until you have yes. um, even, you know, that feeling of uh, feel, feeling violated. Like even with my ex, um, I found out that he had cheated. And even in that, I felt violated and I felt dirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? It's like, mm-hmm. wait, um, hold no 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 Mm -hmm. um and two not to be real like nurse practitioner but you can have gonorrhea chlamydia um hpv you can have an sti and not have any symptoms at all and that's Mm -hmm. really the danger of it is that you cannot have it and then you go in and they're like hey girl you have pelvic inflammatory disease now and now you can never have kids um because Mm -hmm. not you don't always have the dripping itching burning whatever you know you don't always Mm -hmm. have that um we have plenty of kids who come through my office the the rule is anybody over the age of 16 we do um gonorrhea and chlamydia screens at their routine Mm -hmm. physicals and well child checks Mm -hmm. do you know how many kids who was like no i ain't having no sex how you get gonorrhea then right (laughs) Mm -hmm. right but um and they have no idea and so it's Mm -hmm. just really important um, like you said, and I tell them that, like, you are responsible for you. And I don't care how yes. fine he is. I don't care what mm-hmm. he says. They be lying. Okay. Chris Brown said, these men ain't loyal. He ain't say these men ain't loyal, but y'all get the point. Like, that is fact. And so yes. I just really appreciate mm-hmm. your transparency and sharing that. Um, what did... So you hung up on Brett. Did he call you back? Yes. Was there ever a follow-up conversation after that where he was like, hey, look, I'm sorry. Um, was there ever, did you ever have that moment or no? Um, we had that moment, I would say two years later. And it was, and I want to back up a little bit, um, going, touching on like having an STI and not knowing you have symptoms. I will say it was nothing but God. I'm pretty good on getting myself checked in annual. And I'm not just talking about STIs, but as women, like going to the doctor, going to the dentist, you know, I don't like going, but I will go when I'm supposed to. And mm-hmm. I had delayed that because, um, silly thing, but in, uh, in Arizona where I was pretty much born or raised, you can go to the doctor on Saturday here. You got to take off work and everything. So that's why I kept pushing it back. And mm-hmm. I had just started my job. Boy, it was nothing but God, because who knows when I would have went to that appointment. We, when my ex and I slept together, I believe this was in July. And so think about July is what the seventh month I find out in October, that's the 10th month. So, but it's nothing but God that I am where I am and I still get tested. And the reason why is because it still sticks with me and not out of shame or fear, but it's like, you still kind of want to know, like, I have not slept. I haven't told nothing, but I still get tested and it still comes back negative. 
Yes, every time, every time, you know what I mean? Because I think it's, again, it's not out of shame or fear. And I know that I know that I'm good and stuff like that. But it's just like, it's something that was foreign in my body. And it's like, yeah, I took the antibiotics and I'm good. And I went to my follow-up appointment. They said I'm good, but still, and even when I tell, I'm very transparent with my doctors as well. And they're like, it doesn't hurt to just to like find out again that you're negative, you know? Yeah, and we did. Um, it. I get my look when I do my annual of my well women. I do all the blood work, all the things, mm-hmm. um, and I'm all the way married. And yeah. I'm yeah, you it better be negative. Not even that I'm worried or anything like that, but even working in the medical field, like that's a part of mm-hmm. our annual measures. That's how we check all kids over 16. Um, it's mm-hmm. just a part of the measures. And so whatever my doctor mm-hmm. like, okay, like, you know, I know you need look, sis, I need to hit your measures and I ain't got no worries. So it's whatever. Mm-hmm, exactly. But, but I wish but, um, a test would. I wish a test would. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, it wasn't until 2018 where he actually hit me up. And I, I really think he wanted to get back together with me. And I was like, I, at this point, this was two years later. So I'm pretty, I'm, I'm good at this point. I'm healed. I'm still working on myself and stuff like that. And I was like, why? I was like, that's not going to happen. That's good and stuff like that. But then I, I thought about it and I was like, I still have questions. I'm like, did he cheat on me? Like, I still had questions. All I know is I got a phone call. This is what I had. You know what I mean? Emphasis on had, okay? And so I remember us talking and he was like, he basically, the reason why his, his side is he was embarrassed embarrassed of how we broke up embarrassed how he was so gung-hung like you know those people that like those dudes that say like the right thing that's too good to be true like it was him and I'm not saying in a pretty boy type of way because when I turned at the time I was 22 when I turned 21 and y'all will get to know me at this point but I remember praying to God I was like God if you send my husband now that's totally okay because I was ready I was done being out in the world and stuff like that so my ex was saying a lot of things that aligned with what I wanted so that's kind of how all of that transpired And us having that conversation, it helped me to really forgive him because I really believe he was genuine and authentic. And, and I'm not saying this for anyone to go seek closure or anything. When God closes the door, like close the door, don't turn. This was what happened to me. This is my experience, not anyone else's. Okay. Yes. So and I did get on the fact that he reached out the hood. Don't you be out here like lots Oh, yeah, life, no. Back at it and turn into mm-hmm. a pillar of salt. And get destroyed. And what was it? Accelerated? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You turn into a pillar of salt, sis. Okay. Don't know. Yes, no. No. He reached out he, the hood. Yes. Okay. Yes, he did. And, even and if I they got reach out to you. If you know you need to be led by the Holy Spirit and all that you do. Mm-hmm. Now, as Bree said, this is her story. Yes. So I'm here trying to recreate it no don't don't step out of god um outside of god's will in that so I, that did help in my forgiveness piece honestly i feel like was it really needed no because i knew i had to forgive him and i knew that again by me saying that it wasn't his responsibility to c- take care of me even if he was my husband you don't well we're not gonna say it like that but you know what i mean like we still are responsible for our own bodies and stuff like that, if that makes sense. Because we ain't putting out there. Because my husband is saved, sanctified, and celibate as well in Jesus' name when oh, he yeah. comes. <laughs> um, but yes, that was my story. And it did help me forgive um, my ex. And for us to work through some things and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, he wasn't my husband. He wasn't my person. That did not work out. But he did reach out. And I did get, I guess I would say closure. Um, it's hard for me to say that because I wasn't looking for it. It came. And I was like, you know what, Brie, like, 
the fact that he reached out, the fact that y'all talking, like, let's have this conversation. And he did genuinely apologize. And he was like, I did get tested. And, you know, I did, you know, take the antibiotics and all the other kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, so that is what happened with that. But he's still blocked. Come on. Emphasis Ain't looking on back. the last part, but he's still Yes, blocked. it really is. Yes. And I said that because again, like I said, we have to not make ourselves accessible. Um, because I used to be that type of woman that I would always, if you call me, I would always answer, but I, I'm not like that. I have do not disturb for a reason. If it's past my bedtime, Charla knows my sleep, bruh. I don't play about that. 8.59, so you like, well. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. You could be like, that is so early. But the thing is, you know how I talked about exercise? I get up at five o'clock in the morning to get myself together, to spend time with God and work out. Sis got to go to sleep early. There are literally times that Ron has texted me at nine and I have texted her at like, probably like maybe 8.30, 8.45. She's responded at nine, I'm asleep. Yes. And when I send Brie text messages after nine o'clock, I will say, hey girl, I know you I sleep know you already, sleep. <laughs> but you see how my I'll, friend try to come for me, but I'll, no, I just mm-hmm. be like letting you know that I'm not, I know I can text you cause you know, I'll forget. So between mm-hmm. your bedtime and my brain capacity, <laughs> I'm like, I know you I, sleep, no rush, no worries. Here's mm-hmm. a thought. Let's talk about this. Tomorrow. I still love y'all, but they every Ron does it too. I love y'all, but y'all be coming for me. Man, I know man. you sleep. Hey girl, we just think facts. <laughs> it is facts but you know so you've been celibate for five years yes okay in the five five in october can we oh well yes i mean like for you like yeah that's amazing that's not something that you hear and like Mm -hmm. i just want you to know that i'm wholeheartedly believe in god for your husband and I cannot wait yes. because I know that God is just so pleased and he's honoring the fact that you're honoring him um I received that yes girl um so over these yes. five years let's talk a mm-hmm. little bit about temptations oh lord over the five years can you mm-hmm. give us some of the ways that the devil has tried it because I feel like sometimes when we talk about these stories I know last uh last week you talked about Heather Lindsay and she was like, me and Cornelius, we didn't even kiss before. Girl, shut up. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you talked about Heather Lindsay. And I feel like she, you know, glorified that. And I'm not saying that celibacy, she was really glorifying herself. She may be a bad example. Mm-hmm. Y'all forgive me. Um, but, you know, sometimes that can be glorified. But we don't really talk about the other side of war when it's like you really out here making life decisions. So over the five years, can you give us, you know, a couple of ways or a couple of times where the devil has really tried it and you Mm -hmm. really had to resist and fight for, to maintain your celibacy? Mm -hmm. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much 
more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume, he is undefeated. Click the link in the show notes to get your copy today. Now let's get back to the show. I will say two things. One, um, after, I think this was what, this had to be, was it 2018, 2020? One of them. That's a long gap. I know, as I said that, as I know. This is how, this is our friendship. One of this them, is our friendship. that's 24 months. Y'all, literally, I say stuff like this, and then Charlotte will be like, Brie. And I'm like, I know, I know how that sounded. This is our friendship. Y'all are getting a whole depiction of our friendship right now. <laughs> but... I don't, I'm not, because it's my past, it's like, I remember really what's important. So long story short, after the whole forgiveness thing, there were moments that my ex and I tried to make it work. And the reason why I said that is we still hung out. We did not, he knew I was celibate and we did not have sex again. Like I was, I was adamant about that. But the thing is I slipped up. And when I slipped up, I allowed him to touch certain things, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, he likes my curves. I'll say that. Um, but did we actually have sex? No. And I had to realize, I was like, Brie, you can't, it has to be the whole thing or nothing. Everything, because everything is a, a entry point. It's a doorway. It's easy access. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can't just say, oh, I'm not going to have sex and stuff like that, but we can do this. No, you, uh-uh. you know, you can't be double-minded in this. Okay. You're not being, what is it? Um, tossed as the waves of the sea we're not doing that so I had to learn that so I'm again being transparent and stuff like that and the crazy thing is when I finally I think this was right before we this had to be 2019 but when we were coming into 2020 it was December and I really wanted to make it work I was like at the time I still loved him I still thought about him and stuff and I was like I'm still celibate we were working through our issues, our communication had gotten a lot better, all this other kind of stuff. And I was like, that's not going to change. And he couldn't accept that. And I was like, this is like right before Christmas. And I was like, I'm not walking into a new year with him. This is not happening. Either we're going to be together. And I'm really adamant about that when, especially this year, when it gets closer to, um, October and November, my mind changes and I start thinking about goals for 2022. I start thinking about next goals. So when we hit October, November, I'm like, okay, God, who can come with me in the next year? Who do you want me tonight? Like talk to all the other kinds of stuff. I've been doing this for years. So I started um, like he was one of those people. And so God kept just showing me like he's not it and stuff like that. And it took a while for him to finally get the hint and stuff like that. But again, I'm saying this because I didn't slip up. We didn't have sex, but I allowed him to touch me and I'm like, Brie, we gotta, we gotta do better. And we stopped that. We were done. He's not the one. Again, he's blocked. Now, the second thing is for me, I've, I feel like for me, I've never given myself, I don't regret anyone I've ever slept with. And two, I don't have a lot of people here in Florida that I've slept with. Um, yeah, my ex is the only person. He's the only person that when I moved here, he's the only person I slept with. So for me, my story is a little bit different. And I say that is because some people, you know, the little black book or the little, you know, the thing, like mm-hmm. you had a man that you can call if you need an itch to scratch or whatever. I don't have that. So it makes it easier. Doesn't mean that I don't get tempted. Doesn't mean that like, if I'm talking to someone that's handsome or fine or something like that, like I've talked to dudes and stuff. I've been in close proximity and stuff like that to the point where we're hanging out and I could probably kiss him. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm like, 
free look and um god has made it a point like i told my ex i've talked to other i think it was at least three dudes at this point that know that I'm celibate and God, I just thank God for that. And I, you will hear me say prayer a lot because prayer works because the thing is, that's oh one thing God. that I'm going to have to tell my husband, I am celibate. You know what I mean? And I always pray and for y'all young women that are celibate, you know, maybe thinking about going, um, making not, not that route, but making that decision, um, pray definitely. I'm not just saying pray about that decision, but pray that God will give you the words and he'll open the opportunity because certain things will happen. And I'm talking to a dude and I'm starting to really like him or something like that. And I feel like you should know this about me. Cause I'm like, if you thinking, Oh, I really like Brie and stuff like that, because my thing is, I understand it's a big decision for some people, women and men, not just men. We're not just saying, Oh men, they have to have it. It's not, it's all of us. You know, if you've ever had sex before and it, like, you know, like you like it, you enjoy it and stuff like that. It's a big decision to say, I decrease and I die to my flesh and I welcome my spirit and I'm making this promise to God, you know? So for me, I always pray and I was like, God, bless me with the opportunity to say. And the thing is to the men that I've said it before outside of my ex, I think he kind of thought about it. But anyway, those other men, I didn't get any judgment. I didn't get any shame. I didn't get no, oh, like I didn't get ghosted, you know, and I pray that no other, no woman or no man goes through that. But I thank God that that didn't happen. They were really receptive. But the thing was, once I said that, once they realized my walk, because you know, I love God. It is not hidden. You know, I'm not over here like God, 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 God. But it's just in who I am. It is in my spirit. You know what I mean? And they knew that they weren't ready for me. And God closed the door. And they, they didn't come in 2021 with me. So, hey, you know what I mean? So I would say for me, when some of my friends are like three, five years or year one, year two, how do you, I'm like, cause I remember my why and some people's why's it may not stem from an STI, but my why it did. And I'm not saying if I break my promise and have sex, I'll get another STI. But it's just the thing is I have a why for a reason. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. I think about it. I know my husband is going to be fine. I know he's going to be handsome and I have that, you know what I mean? But I feel like I'm in preparation and prayer. And again, I've been so transparent about it. I'm just like, when that time comes, my husband knows, shoot, he may hear it on here. Be like, Hey, I already know you celibate. It's cool. You know what I mean? Praise God. But for me, it's just prayer and trusting in God through the whole entire why and reason and remembering my why it's that it's because I love God. It's because I love myself. And, you know, and I'm not going to lie another moment. I actually had a dream. This was probably a couple years ago of that ex. It was a very hot, intimate dream. And I was like, and I, like, I was half awake and I was like, you know, I could just call him. I really could just call him, but I did, did I do it? No. Cause I was like, Brie, this is probably like year three. And I'm like, girl, you've been three years in and you just, him, you know, he's still handsome. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's real, but you know what I mean? I'm like, great. So yeah, so that is my why. That's my reasoning and just a whole lot of prayer. And it's amazing when you have people that just point to you and like love you and just respect you for it, you know, and just continue to seek God in it. You know, I'm not trying to make it easy peasy. Um, have I had judgment for it? Yes, I've had a, a close person in my life at one point when I made the decision 
And she was not walking in a path that I was. And I'm not saying she had to be celibate or anything, but I was making this change. Again, I going back to those lukewarm people, she was one of them. And I remember just, just telling her, I didn't want validation. I didn't want applause. I receive it now and I'm thankful and I appreciate my friends saying great job because it's a big decision and it's a big choice. But I'm in year five. I'm like, thank God. And I keep it moving. You know what I mean? That's my heart. I don't like to have a big head, but it really did hurt my heart when she was like, oh, okay. Like really just like, just flicking me away or whatever. Or I really felt like it was like some type of way, like, oh, she's making this decision. She's going to be celibate now. And I'm like, well, it's not that deep. I'm just telling you because you of all people know my why, you know my story. You know what I mean? So again, not everyone's going to understand and mm-hmm. that's okay. You know what I mean? You're doing this for you and God and the right people will and the right people, the people that know about my story. Like I told, I had to be transparent with Charlotte because I knew we were going to one day do this podcast. I was going to one day have to tell her why I'm celibate. Well, not have to, but the thing is, there's a reason, there's a why. And I was like, Brie, you're not ashamed of it anymore. So go ahead and tell, I'll tell the world if I need to, people will find out, you know what I mean? I'm not ashamed of it. It happens. You know, I forgive myself. (laughs) (laughs) like I tell whoever needs to know you know what I mean because that's important and for me I need to be transparent and I want to be transparent with my husband and we're future people and I really do believe I don't know how but this is my testimony and it may help someone one day yeah no it will absolutely and a couple things one even with sharing your testimony and that's why it's so important Um, that we don't walk in shame and we don't walk in condemnation because the Bible tells us that we are made overcomers by the blood of the lamb. That's Mm -hmm. Jesus. He didn't already did that part. And then the word of our testimony. And so your willingness to come on here and share your story, your willingness to come on here and discuss your why and Mm -hmm. remembering it um, and being able to um, just really give us the backdrop the you know the other side of like man yeah I had to learn how to like hey bro you can't touch me because no mm-hmm. um, I'm strong but I ain't that strong like, right <laughs> like you know like so um even in all of that I know that you are blessing and helping other women because there's a lot of women out here who are single and who are trying to live right for God and so you are blessing somebody you blessing me child because I'm like breathing celibate for five years Charlotte you can't exercise five days consistently get your <laughs> like literally I'm over here thinking like since we're doing this for five years you can't exercise five days in a row and this is a problem <laughs> so even with me it's a level of like sharpening me I'm like okay Charlotte if you're committed and consistent then you can do it mm-hmm. if you're committed what is the why for what you're doing what is the why for um you know getting yes. your body in order and so mm-hmm. if you're committed and you are willing to um be consistent in it you can do it consistent going going yes. five years and, and mm-hmm. you can you five hours of workout is just no <laughs> no 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 did you say five hours of workout who working out for five well, you hours know what I mean like I don't know. It didn't work. Once I said it out loud, it really didn't work, but you know what I meant. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, I'm sorry. Again, y'all, oh, this is our friendship. I catch five things. hours of a diet. Let's do that. Five hours. Okay, cool. Okay. Charlie <laughs> will say things, and I'm like, friend, what? <laughs> see, y'all see? <laughs> doing that? Maybe trying to always make it seem like I be trying to play her all the time. No, Brie be like, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because <laughs> my face will say it, and then I'm like, no, wait. definitely is over here looking at me like, what? Finally. For five hours. Okay. <laughs> 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 I do an hour. 
really, really just appreciate that transparency. And then about the girl um, who was in your life, when you shared that, I went through a similar thing. It's like when you first find Jesus, it's like when you find out that Target has a 50% off everything sale and you want everybody, everybody who is somebody to know that Target got 50% off everything, right? Um, and there's a level of excitement. And even they can tell that you're changing, even if you're not out here Bible thumping. Um, and I don't like right. that term Bible thumping, but to say like I when I got saved I wasn't trying to like push my my faith but they could tell like I quit cussing they could tell that mm-hmm. I wasn't really um you know I wasn't gossiping they could tell that um I wanted to do like a a book club like I have to, I read for Silla Shire Fervent and I want I had like text her but it's like mm-hmm. y'all book out it's super good um and if y'all want to read it I was getting it for everybody for Christmas and it bothered me because one girl didn't even text me back in our group chat and the um one of the girls that was close to her was like oh yeah such and such um say you know she won't be reading for real I said why did she say that to you and then say it to me right like so it just didn't sit right in my spirit I'm out here legit just trying to give you uh you know just share this book with you like you ain't even really have to want to read mm-hmm. the book fact that you couldn't even hit me back up it just said something and it did something to me it made me feel like I was being weird but really what I've learned is I've mat- as I have matured is that as you start walking in light your light will expose the demons of others and that exposure yes. makes them uncomfortable and don't yes. dare ever ever dim your light so uh-huh. to appease demons that's not your right. problem so that's really Mm-mm. what it was. It was the fact that you had chose celibacy. You had chose God, really. And you had chosen mm-hmm. yourself. And she was not in a position to receive that. She was not in a position mm-hmm. to do that for herself. So it didn't make no sense to her. And she didn't know what to do because it was making that demon in her uncomfortable. Like, wait, well, she right. I don't like that. Um, and that's just for anybody fin- friendships relationships when you choose God your life you are a new creature when they say oh girl you yes you, you acting different yes I am <laughs> and not mm-hmm. in a way that's haughty I love me so hey yeah but not in a way that's self-righteous mm-hmm. or haughty toddy but I am different I'm a new creature in Christ mm-hmm. and don't you dare you know bend your mm-hmm. morals or, you know, feel like you have to take uh, take Jesus off for two seconds and say him over here to appease these people. That means that you're not around mm-hmm. people. Um, so I grew yeah. up all of that part, all of it. Um, mm-hmm. So what is um, what are some things that have really kept, kept you outside of your why? What are some like practical things um, that you would share with other women who are choosing celibacy um, what are some of those things that you're like, oh, okay, I used to do this, I can't do this, or um, some things that you've read, any like resources that you feel mm-hmm. like have really, really helped you outside of prayer, because we know that this has to be prayerful, you have to put on the full armor of God every day, um, mm-hmm. when you're being committed in that, um, and um, outside of just remembering and keeping their why at the forefront, what are some boundaries, I think is a, a better question, um, that you put in place? To where you're like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a boundary, I will say one is if I'm talking to a new guy, or just, well, obviously they'll be new. Um, I don't talk to them late at night because I feel like that opens the door for certain conversations that are ungodly or not right. And that leads to other things, leads to certain thoughts. And I'm going to be honest in my old self, I used to be called a flirt or a tease because I, I really feel like I knew how to get a guy to do what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I could, you know, talking to him late at night. And so, and I'm not saying, oh, I could get a guy to buy me a car or something like that, but it's just like being flirtatious and stuff. Like I just had that, that type of energy and stuff like that, which am I showboating? No, but it, it was just something that I can tell, you know what I mean? And I was like, why am I getting called a teaser? Fuck my knob, Brie, you have a way that to, I don't know, seduce or something like that. And, but that's the, again, that was the old me. Um, so that not, Christ. Yeah, exactly exactly and um but yeah not talking to men late at night and for me my late at night it could it sometimes it could be well t- first of all y'all know i go to sleep a early question i have a quick question yes because if you go to bed yes. at 9 p.m every night <laughs> how are you up <laughs> talking to men what is late at night seven <laughs> you know what <laughs> Again, y'all, this is our friendship. This is our friendship. Wait, and did now, you hear me? Before she asked that question, I was about to say, we all know I go to sleep early. I was, <laughs> see, I was preparing the people. I was preparing now, the people. And you interrupted me. So. <laughs> I, just, I can't even imagine I, you being up late at night talking to anybody. First of all, my late at night is not what you think is late. late it ain't no two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> It's more like 10 o'clock, okay? Y'all leave like me on Bible study group, and if it, over, if it go over at 9.15, we like, no, that was great. Y'all know I love y'all. <laughs> we start at 7.30, and I'm already yawning. We start at 7.30, and I'm already yawning. I am the sleepiest girl you will ever meet, but I'm on it for God. He, he gives me the endurance and the strength. Now, to answer your question, Dr. Charlotte Walker. Okay? So... I realize I work, I get up early and I work all day. And when I'm working, I don't always have time to text people back or talk to them, especially a guy that I'm getting to know. So sometimes I would, I stay up a little bit later to continue the conversation. Now, Charlotte's giving me the eye, people. She's giving me the eye. But anyway, so (laughs) that may be, that may be 10 to 11, you know, it may be 10 to 11. It may, you never know. And Charlotte over here, real shocked because eleven really, in my social yes, boy voice. Eleven, that is late for me Ugh. because if it's twelve midnight, that's like two o'clock in the morning for me. Mind you, I get up at five o'clock. Props to the people that can go to sleep at midnight and wake up at five and do a whole workout and go to work and do what they got. That's not me. That's not my walk. That's not my story. That's not my gift. It may be different when I'm married and have kids, but that ain't the time yet. So, whatever your cutoff time is. That's important. So I don't talk to them because it opens, it really does open the door for certain conversations that you don't want to have. And also for me is I'm an open book. I will literally tell, I don't have any skeletons or anything like that. And I will tell you anything I will. And I'm curious too. So I'll ask questions, you know, you know, when you're talking to a guy and like y'all start talking past relationships or, you know, what you like to wear or, you know, anything that kind of, what you, what you wearing right now, you know what I mean? Certain questions, like those questions and when you're talking about relationships and stuff like that, if you talk about how many sexual partners you've had, what's your favorite position? Like, come on now. 
come on, like that, no, we ain't talking about that. And it may be like, okay, Brie, you're celibate, but aren't these certain things you should know before you get into being married? <clears throat> what if they say they want to test drive the car before they buy it? We ain't got to test drive anything because I know God got me. He know that me and my mm-hmm. husband, our sex life will be great. It will be healthy and it'll be used to enjoy and also to reproduce. So I already know that. Yes. And so two, what's your favorite position? All my knees in prayer talking to God. Good day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are, the, that question won't even be posed because they already know what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so it's just those boundaries. Again, not talking to them at a certain point that I feel like that is, I don't want to say like an ungodly hour, but inappropriate. Yeah. Um, so not having those conversations, not having those talks or anything like that. And um. I would say those are the main things. I, I just, I pray a lot. I'm a, and I think for me, I've lived a life and, I, and I'm not trying to make it like I'm super young or super old or anything like that. But y'all, I've had days. I, you know, I've had, I have had sexual partners. I've been in the world. So because of my why, not only because of the SCI, but it's like, I know I'm not missing anything, you know, but everyone is different. So for the people that their why is different, I would say, keep yourself in prayer. Be self-guarded, watch your ear gate and your eye gate, set those boundaries. You know what turns you on. You know what kind of conversations. For me, I was called a tease and a flirt and stuff like that. I would stay up late having all types of conversations. I stopped that dead in the track. We ain't talking about that. We're not. And then if anyone, I had another ex of mine and he knew me since I was 14 and we dated and we've had a whole span, a whole, pretty much, and this is a whole life together. And he definitely knew pre-savory like for real in in the sheets like where I'm be so transparent and we would there would be conversations that lead to that stuff and I'm like one I'm celibate and two we can't talk like that you know what I mean and I kept having conversation with him because I'm no I knew him for 14 years do I talk to him now no because God was like you got to be obedient close the door and I did that do I talk to him nope blocked deleted he did the same that block I sure did. I sure did. Y'all know that's my. Yes. That's my Mm -hmm. whole saying be blocked and be blessed. Mm -hmm. No, that's really. Yeah, it wasn't easy now. But yeah, yeah. just because there's history there, there does not Mm -hmm. mean that that person um, goes into the next season with you. And too many of us Mm -hmm. are more loyal to history. And that a lot of time that is toxic um, than we are to God and then we are to our future. And so I have to understand Mm -hmm. that my loyalty lies with the Lord period yes. um mm-hmm. that was that was really really good Bree. i'm sorry y'all i'm not trying to be distracting with the laughter but y'all when i say <laughs> since 11 uh, i feel i am a fitbit because 901 it's like Bree, like i ain't got no anytime minutes <laughs> don't call me <laughs> it's like clockwork it really is my system is like Brie you need sleep and I think I've just been through things surgeries pain injuries stuff like that that I know sleep is so good and especially because I work out a lot now my body needs to repair and one thing I do want to add again because like I said my why and my walk and my journey in celibacy is definitely different so I'm going to be honest I remember reading like Heather Lindsay a little bit she was celebrating again, waiting to be kissed until marriage and stuff like that. That's her story. That's her walk, you know, no shade here. Um, I really didn't read. There were pretty much like maybe people I would follow and they would have quotes like waiting till marriage or stuff like that. Or maybe they would share their stories again, being wise about who I'm following. But I truly did not read a lot of books. 
This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God and wanting to produce His purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. I truly did not go to searching like, oh, let me find a book or a self-help book on celibacy. I really just prayed, you know what I mean? And I think for me, it was, I had to do a lot of healing and it wasn't just me being celibate and saying no to sex or anything, but I really had to heal, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not just because of the STI, but previous relationships. So it makes you think about yourself as a whole. So I'm so focused on myself, so focused on getting myself together and healing and being a better person, taking care of my temple, then really thinking, oh, dang, I ain't gonna have sex no more. Or, oh, dang, I it's gonna be not sex anymore, but I'm not gonna have sex for a while or until, you know, when God brings me out, since my husband. And, and I don't know when that's not even knowing when. Like, I just don't know when. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, it, I wasn't so, I think when, when you know your wife so pressed on it. And I think if I were thinking about that, my mind it is not in the right my heart would not be in the right place if I'm thinking dang like I'm sitting here like I gotta wait like if I thought it right right now dang it's been five years I've been doing this for five years and got students nah that's not my heart because I'm not doing it for that I'm not you know so I would say if you're thinking about following certain social influencers if you're thinking about maybe someone has a podcast maybe someone has a book or something like that pray you know and um, really just truly pray about that and God will send you, it will it'll come across your timeline. You know, people will have certain stories and stuff like that. Pray about that. Um, yeah. I'm not, again, I never like to make anything easy peasy, lemon squeezy, as I like to say, or anything like that. But for me, it was a lot of prayer and I was doing so much of the work for myself that again, I wasn't thinking about like, dang, if I do this, I ain't gonna have sex for it. You know, again, I enjoyed it. But I, again, for me, I was in that world you know what I mean? And I wouldn't say that I wasn't, I wouldn't say I did anything that I wasn't proud of, but I did a lot of things that I was too young to understand and to do. And I, I may have, I did do it for the wrong reasons. Like I said, in the last episode, staying with a dude, even though we broke up and still sleeping with him, who does that? Like, girl, mind you, I was probably 17 when that happened. I was 17 years old. I was a child. And I'm like, girl, you know, so again, that's, you know, that's my journey. That's my life. But the biggest thing I can say is be just be prayerful about it. And I'm not, I promise you, I'm not being cliche because there are books, there are great podcasts. There are people out there. Did I search them? Did I do this research? No. And again, if you think about it, I started this in 2016 and we're in 2021. So we're in a whole different, you know, decade of like newness. There's new stuff out here for you and to help you. And I thank God for those people. You know what I mean? So in 2016, yeah, we still got Instagram, Facebook, social media, all this other kind of stuff. But I'm still a 90s baby. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit here. I didn't didn't think to search anything. I just was like, I knew I needed God. 
Yeah. And that really is the biggest thing um, because even in all of the resources, um, we have to be mindful that to take everything to the source. Um, mm -hmm. So to me, that is really, really good. And it's good too. Like you said, a lot of us, even thinking about the stuff with my ex, I was like, girl, you was out here getting in trouble, ruining your trust with your parents for what? Okay. Cause he mm -hmm. all the way, like, he don't even, here's what's crazy is I was so devastated when we broke up and Bri, I don't even know if we talked about this. I was so devastated when we broke up because I had had my whole little life plan. Okay. I was going to be a military wife. I was going to have all these men's babies. I already knew the life because my parents was military. Okay. When he deployed, I was going to, you know, find something to do, run business, all that. Mm -hmm. He breaks up with me right, like right before, uh, right after I graduated high school. And I'm thinking like, wait, we're supposed to be getting ready to get married and like be out here. Um, and mm -hmm. it didn't make sense to me at the time. Fast forward, um, one, I ended up meeting my husband. And then two, this man now is an atheist. Mm. Oh, yes. You did tell me that. He's mm -hmm. a whole atheist. And so that... Mm -hmm that God removing him in that way God already knew like hey sis hey bro my baby no sir mm -hmm. <laughs> she no loved sir. the Lord no she loved me no sir mm -hmm. um, and so understanding that level of protection and so just understand that God loves you and so he's not going to bring you someone who's not his best for you and sometimes we settle for um, less than God's best for ourselves because we are trying mm -hmm. to live by the world standards and I've definitely done that in many areas and we have to get to a point where we love ourselves the way that God loves us we are to be humble before God before God mm -hmm. right that, that we have a level of humility but we're told to be bold as lions I love Brie that you go out you're like look I'm celibate so that's that <laughs> um mm -hmm. because th there's a level of boldness just to let the devil know and put him on notice like no there's no no nah, and no I know I can't come over your house mm -hmm. no we're no we're not yeah. going on dates at mm -hmm. nighttime nope yeah we can meet for mm -hmm. coffee in the morning um and mm -hmm. things like that do you so Brie how early or can you share with someone um when you've had those conversations with men um mm -hmm what that's looked like like how did you bring it up did they bring it up and then when do you think that um to me because in my head I'm like yeah within the first three times of y'all talking you should go ahead and let it be known because that way your time mm -hmm. isn't wasted and you don't allow your your heart to be attached but also I'm not walking the walk so um mm -hmm. what are kind of like your quote-unquote guidelines in terms of like <laughs> how do you let somebody know how early mm -hmm. um you know and what does what does that look like you said that you've never been shamed um mm -hmm. and then what would you say to somebody who has been shamed about that mm -hmm. Um, so I really going for it, I would say for you as a person, um, be prayerful about it. Um, but for me, the, the first time that I did say it, not to my ex, but to a new man, um, it really just happened. And he told me that with his ex, the same thing happened to him. We were literally just having a conversation and we were just talking about like, you know, why we're single and, you know, our past relationships, what we learned from them. And he chose to, and I could tell it was really hard for him to open up. And mind you, I don't remember how long, I would say maybe within a month, 
you know, and for me, like I said, I'm an open book. I love to talk and I also love to listen. So we could talk for hours, you know? Um, and so he opened up and shared that with me and I did the same thing with him and I didn't do it to make him feel good, but I just, I just, I just had that conversation. I was like, that same thing happened to me. And I was like, I got tested. I took the medicine and stuff like that. And it was something that we could be kind of relate on. You know what I mean? And again, there was no shame for my part. There was no shame on his part and stuff like that. And it was a cool conversation and stuff. And the next day we were talking about something else, you know? Now, um, that didn't work out because after I also realized that I want to be friends first with my person. I used to rush, push friendships and relationships and stuff like that. But it, it's, it's a process, you know what I mean? Don't rush getting to know someone. And that's just in a relationship, in an intimate, romantic ses, um, setting, as well as in a friendship. So he was like, I really want to be with you. And I'm like, bro, it's like month two. Like, you know my story, you know my past. I'm just trying to get to know you as a friend. So that's why we shared that. It was cool, but he wasn't the one. So like, I wanted to explain that. Um, the other guy, this was probably like last summer, and we were talking it was like the same thing talking about relationships talking about our past and stuff like that and to be honest I cannot fully remember like how we got on the topic of it but I think I just I could tell that he did like me I I could tell that he was really interested and I think he was a really cool guy and he would express that he was like Brie I've never met a woman like you I like what you're about and stuff like that and I was like okay and I just ended up just saying it to him um and so for the last guy the last guy he knew about my sti and he knew my wife this dude brand new we're not talking about sti so i'm i'm saying i'm celibate and why so i'm telling him i'm celibate and then we were we were on the phone and i remember he had a call and he was like i'm gonna call you back i'm gonna call you right back i'm like all right cool and i was like oh he's really cool and stuff like that i'm glad he knows i'm celibate and the holy spirit literally was like tell him tell him why it was like this burning thing. Like you have to tell him. So I texted him. I was like, Hey, can you call me back when you like get a chance? Because I really need to tell you something. Now, if you know me, I laugh all the time, but when I get nervous, bruh, I <laughs> laugh all the time when I'm nervous. Oh my goodness. I, I get so nervous. So he calls me back. He's like, what's up? <clears throat> And so I was like, so, you know, I told you how, like, you know, I'm celibate. Well, there's actually a reason for that. He's like, okay, real cool dude, you know? He's like, what's up? And I was like, this is so hard. And for me, I don't think things, I'm saying this a lot. I'm like, this is so hard. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. I'm literally just saying this. And then I tell him like what happened and he gets quiet and he was like, Brie, did you think I wasn't going to talk to you anymore? I was like, I don't know. I just felt like telling you. And he, I will say that he was a, a, one of the reasons why it never moved forward. Cause I do believe he was intimidated of my walk and he was lukewarm in his faith so I, that was not gonna match up but mm -hmm. he literally was like you really think I wasn't never gonna talk to you I was like I don't know what to expect like this is the first time I've ever, ever had to tell someone in this type of way in this type of full-on demeanor and it was it was really refreshing now for the person that does have to say that um for the person that has been shamed I love people I really do but I feel like for someone to shame you, that's a level of insecurity and ignorance because this stuff does happen. And one thing I want to say to, as Charlotte had mentioned, like a, a lot of teenagers and stuff is happening to. And I remember uh, my bachelor's in, is in psychology and I, I cannot remember the name at the top of my head, but I'll never forget learning this. And it's this thing where you think it will never happen to you. You'll never think you'll get into a car accident. You never think that this is going to happen or like, you know, you'll get that STI or you'll get that F or whatever. It's this thing that we go 
go through. We have this, I, I really wish I knew the name, um, putting my degree to shame right now, but <laughs> I literally thought that I thought this would never happen to me. And it did, but you go through it. And I pray that you go through that healing. And I pray that you learn to forgive yourself. And again, you forgive that person that did shame you. And I'm, if that has happened, I'm so sorry. And I don't say that as sympathetic or apathy, but empathy, because you don't deserve that. You already had this happen to you. You don't need anything else, you know? But I feel like what would prevent that is being God-led. God will bless you with the opportunity to tell a person. Now, again, if they do have that, it may be fear. It may be insecurity. It may be ignorance. And ignorance is not bliss. You know what I mean? And I feel like for me, I also have a heart where I can tell. I just have a way where I can tell feel the insecurities of others and not to judge them in any type of way and stuff like that but for yeah discernment to know that I I'm not going to take that personally if they ever told me anything or if they ever shot me down or anything like that that's because I'm walking in a level of strength of just frequency higher than than they could ever do and that's their reaction it's sad like literally and it, it's sad and disappointing but I pray that you you will have the willingness to forgive them and stuff and that you will take heed to my words where I says just pray you know what I mean if you're talking to a young man and if there's any men listening to this at all if you're talking to a young woman and stuff and you just pray and you start to like them like just give it to God there and I'm not even just talk, talking about your celibacy and making that decision and having that conversation there are so many hard conversations that I've had to have like work stuff anything and I'm like God please give me if it's of your will give me the opportunity to have have this conversation present the opportunity to myself and this person and give me the words soften my heart and their heart if need be and give us the words and give me and this person that you're soliciting that's exactly my prayer so if you want to write that down and run it back it has helped me literally but I pray that you don't feel that shame and if you do God is going to heal and mend your heart you know so just pray before having that conversation and you can kind of tell you know I've actually had um, former female friends and I told them that I'm celibate and I didn't tell them why because I could just tell that I'm like Mm-mm, there's no point in sharing that. and not again ain't none of my exactly ain't none of my yeah and it's not <laughs> it's not out of shame or anything but you could yeah. like you know how when you tell someone something you know the the surface level the basic stuff and you know that they not willing to go into deep with you mm-hmm. and that's that's cool that's everybody totally can't and swim. if you ever have yeah and if you ever have a person that is unwilling to hear you, to listen, to respect you, or have, some people don't have the capacity to, then it just, it'd be what it be. You know, right there, that they're not for you. And it's okay. And that is okay. Because there are some, well, I'm a testament that there are friends. I have friends and I have, my mom is for me. Charlotte is for me. I have people that are for me and Mm -hmm. encourage me and pray for me. And I know when God sends me my husband, and I'm not saying we're doing the celibacy to get our husband, but just saying, y'all know my heart. We all doing a praise dance and we're like, thank you, Lord, because okay. Brittany has been on it and been obedient for God. So, yeah, so that is my answer. I love that. I love so many things that you said. One, the fact that I'm on a higher, my thoughts, your thoughts, because I'm I'm thinking like I got a mind of Christ and his thoughts are higher mm-hmm. than my thoughts and ways higher than my ways. And so you just not on my frequency, boo. And that's mm-hmm. okay. And I, I feel like too, I love that you said, um, that people who it's a I think it's a sign that if you share with somebody something that intimate 
um, and they, you feel afterwards condemnation, you feel things that are not of the fruits of the spirit in Galatians 5. Mm -hmm. It is a very good indicator, whether they're male, female, um, friend, whatever, mm -hmm. that you do not need to be connected to that person because you know right. that the fruits of the spirit is a way that we are able to decipher um, what people are for us and what people aren't. And we're able to then have a level of discernment about those people being in contact with the same spirit, which is the Holy Spirit of God, right? And so yes. if, if it's not love, peace, patience, joy, kindness, goodness, I feel like faithfulness, long suffering, if it ain't them. Mm -hmm. Love, self-control. Come on, thank you. Um, mm -hmm. Celibacy requires a, a level of self-control. But if yes. it's not those, if it's, if you're not receiving something in in that category then those people are not for you you're not to be attached with them um so i love exactly. love love that because it's just an, an indicator of where their heart is and then where you should be as a response to their heart mm -hmm. so it doesn't mean that you gotta um you know throw holy oil on everybody who <laughs> who condemns you but <clears throat> understand mm -hmm. that it's them boo it's not you exactly <laughs> it's not don't you. take it to heart no, mm -hmm. because we're not of this world. And so nope. to some people, we are going to be strange. We are not meant to fit in. Mm -hmm. um, even mm -hmm. with me having a husband, like child, there's conversations that we have to have. And, and all of this too, let me tell y'all something. Okay, sex is great. All right, it's of God and the marriage bed is undefiled. But let me tell y'all something. There is over the last almost 10 years married, in 13 years with my husband there when I think about the top things um as to why he's important to me sex is not at the top of the list now it's five but it's not at the top of the list it's mm -hmm. that time when my dad was almost dying and my husband told me to quit my job and stay in St. Louis to take care of him um even though I you know I, I make a bulk of the money and he was like I don't care yo daddy first it's that moment it's the moment when um, you know, my body hurts and I'm, <laughs> and I am just not, I'm not feeling well. And he takes care of me. That's what mm -hmm. like. It's those things. It's that if Brie needs something, if Ron needs something, if, if the people who matter to me matter to him, it's his heart. Mm -hmm. to serve. Those things are at the, at the forefront of my mind. Yes. Okay. Like that, that sex is a, uh, important in marriage but there are so many other things that I'm like yo if we had to do it all over again me and Andre talk about this all the time we would have waited because we were so caught up in um fornication that <laughs> that there were things that we needed to deal with individually mm -hmm. and together um to go to therapy and deal with and heal with and be stronger in our own faith collectively and individually. And so because we did not deal with those things, we had to deal with them in the midst of marriage and that just mm -hmm. was ghetto. So, mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, even on the other side, being a married woman, like sex is important. It's great. Like mm -hmm. the marriage bed is undefiled, but also it, sex alone is not going to keep your marriage together that mm -hmm. that, that is or a little relationship okay, or okay. a little situation like, you no know, like sex all by mm -hmm. itself I don't care how good you are at the busted challenge honey is your marriage gotta be built on more than just mm -hmm. that and so you know it's so important um and I think celibacy gives you the the ability to be able to deal with those things head on 
clarity, right? Because you're not thinking about, that's what a lot of that struggle love, okay? I think a baby boy, because they play 8 million times on BET a day, um, like that struggle love of like, that junk, that's why you stay in toxic relationships because you're like, but girl, mm-hmm. it'd be so fine. Girl, don't nobody care. He busting mm-hmm. you upside your head. Right. <laughs> like, get out of here with that. And so, you know, mm-hmm. it gives you clarity um, and it allows you to really be able um, to have discernment. Mm-hmm. You, it, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it does not, um, it does not, what is the word I'm looking for, Brie? I don't want to say cover. It doesn't mess with your, it doesn't interfere. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't. doesn't. With your yeah. level of discernment to now where you're walking around with rose-colored glasses on, but in real life, you're walking mm-hmm. around with black glasses because he done blacked your eye. Sus, no. Mm-hmm. And not, it. well, that's the toxic part, but also, like, <laughs> it's a soul tie. Like, when I tell you, Woo! like, if you ever heard of soul ties and like, for me, I knew about them and I've heard about them and I've all, always known about like bondage and being bonded or um, connected to someone through a soul tie because you slept with him. And when I tell you it took, and I like, I pray that I don't sound like, oh yeah, she's healed. She's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I thank you that I'm on the other side of this. But yeah. when I tell you about like the ex that I knew for, for, um, since I was 14 years old and my other ex that, um, you know, I had the STI with and stuff like that, like both of those are the two men that I've ever loved. And for me, definitely of course had sex with him and stuff like that it took me forever it seemed Mm -hmm. like forever but through God's grace I got through it to block them was hard to stop talking to them was hard to stop making myself accessible to them the other ex with STI I just like eventually I was like bro no means no by block but the other one when you're not only and for us we had our moments where it wasn't the best in our communication we were really young um but at the same time when you have someone that's known you all of your life and there's so much love and you go and like I've seen him at his worst and he's seen me at my worst so you think oh okay this might be it this is you know and it's mm-hmm. not you know and I'm not trying to diminish what we had because I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all I still love him as a person and he's still God's son and stuff like that but he's just not my one and he knows I'm not his one we've had that conversation it's done you know what I mean but soul ties are real so when you think about it even if you're not even thinking about celibacy or anything but you talking to someone right now and you're really not sure and stuff like that like bro soul ties are real you can stay connected to this person physically emotionally mentally spiritually when you really want to break free when you want someone new when you really want your husband when you really want your wife you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like when you really want that person and you stuck and that's why I'm so glad that um Charlotte's gonna post that lesson that Mrs. Sonia did because it's real. I'm gonna love my husband wholeheartedly. I don't even know him and I already love him because he's coming from God. He is God's son. So mm-hmm. why in the world am I gonna mess something up? I still following or you know, there's certain people that you can still be associated with and still follow. But those certain exes, break them chains, Lord, in the name of Jesus, break Thank them you. soul ties. We we gotta bind and cast them out, you know what I mean? And there's scripture for that. Those are prayers for that, Lord God. And there's you know, there are, you know, wise counsel for that. So just please be wise. Please, please, please. You know, I'm not trying to scare anyone like, oh, maybe I should just be celibate. You will know it's a decision that you will make under God with God and he will cover you and help you. It's not easy, but in my opinion, it is so worth it, you know? And again, like sex is always there, that physical, like you already, okay, he's fine, you know, and he's like, he's cute looking, 
exactly and he's he's handsome and he's good looking and stuff like that but the thing is when you exclude sex and you don't put it on the table or anything like that like you put a pause and stuff like that because eventually there is going to come and i'm not there yet though that will be a whole nother podcast like brie you married now how did you and your husband finally do the do or how did you you know what i mean how did that work out how did y'all have that conversation that will be a follow-up when that happens but the thing is it gives you more time to get to know that person's heart's you know what I mean? Do they, are they walking in all nine of the fruits of the spirit and stuff like that? Like, who are they? Are they responsible? Are they reliable? So many things. Are they what God wants you? Do you see the God in them? You know what I mean? And even if it's just friendship and stuff like that, you know? So I really believe like sex is always there. It's good. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. But I just, I can only imagine that it's way better when you are married and stuff like that. But again, like Charlotte said, it's not the top one thing that she's thinking about, you know, bring it that covenant, that foundation, emotional, financial, all types of support, you know, God is the foundation, but y'all are one and y'all are a team. I want a teammate. I want a partner. I don't want just a sex buddy. Okay. Come on. Ain't no cut buddies. Mm -mm. We're not doing that. Um, so two things, and then I'm going to, um, we'll, we'll, we're going to wrap up this week's episode. This is so good. (laughs) This is Um, so I love that you said that it lets you focus on other qualities, something that um, I tell people now in terms of like when they're selecting a spouse and something that I didn't think about, because a lot of times I feel like as women, we try to be fixers and we want to come in and we want to like change men. First of all, girl, stop. It's always your time. And I'm telling you from experience Two, two is, um, it, it just is a waste of time. That's the first and the second. Okay, how about that? But I always say, Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. Think of the thing that they do that gets on your nerve the most. Like, where you're just like, I will cut you, huh? Like Peter did. Think of that one thing. If it never changed ever, would you be okay with that? If your answer is no, sis, he ain't the one. <laughs> he ain't mm-hmm. the one. That, that's, that is not mm-hmm. no. And you need that sense of clarity um, and you're, you know, to not have the rose colored glasses on for you to be able to really have that conversation with yourself in that conversation with God, mm-hmm. God, is this the person that you sent for me? If no, mm-hmm. let me know so I can get up out of here. But a lot of times right. we put ourselves in such close proximity that it's so hard to break away mm-hmm. when we find out and real, you know, when God, when God gives us the revelation that we're out of position now it's hard mm-hmm. to slept with him. You'd have moved in this man's house. Like there's so many other, now there's so many layers because mm-hmm. we we've attached ourselves so quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And then another thing, um, the episode, I remember what sparked the conversation with me and Andre about like, man, we were not ready because we didn't understand when we watched Pastor Michael Todd's, um, we were watching Relationship Goals and he did mm-hmm. uh a sermon called the sex container and he really broke down um just what sex is 
he did a really good analogy where he took two pieces of paper and he glued them together and ripped them apart. Like they were two different colors. And when he ripped them apart, there were still pieces remaining mm-hmm. from the other paper. And in the same sense, that's what happens with us. And you, it's hard to get them little specks. Yes. You've never done it. Well, you super glue two, like you glue two pieces of paper together, construct mm-hmm. paper and rip it apart. Like it's so hard um to get those little tiny pieces they still remain Mm -hmm. and so it's really important that you understand that that's what's happening with your spirit um whatever Mm -hmm. that they have you didn't used to smoke but now you the met buddy and now you smoke too and you get high Mm -hmm. girl no ma'am pam Mm -hmm. (laughs) no ma'am no (laughs) ma'am No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Literally. (laughs) Yes. No, ma'am. Charlotte, I have a lot of inside jokes. Y'all just laugh with us. I want to do say something. Yes. (laughs) I do want to say when you were, um, say that one thing again, when you said, if you could like their ugliest trait, say it one more, say that quote one more time. If you pick the thing that gets on your nerves the most, the, like Mm -hmm. the one that you're like, yo, do it again I'm gonna sock you out if it never Mm -hmm. changed okay maybe not the sock you out part but the reason why (laughs) I wanted Charlotte to repeat that is it she told me that when we were actually talking about friendships and I was thinking about a female friend that I had and she did she drained me a bit she made a lot of things about her and for me I'm very understanding all right, go ahead. Sorry. The way my heart is set up. Did you did y'all hear the, like the volume of Charlotte's voice and the way my heart set up? I I don't try to water down, but I just try not to make people seem to mess. Like people have done me wrong, y'all. People have really done me wrong, but <laughs> I'm safe, sanctified, and forgiven. I, this is how my friends are, and I love that. I love how my friends love me <laughs> and my if heart. I, if I caught her outside, how about that? <laughs> There's no violence in this. No, I choose to all I choose. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love the Lord, but also Peter cut somebody ear off in front of Jesus and he still went to heaven. So every now and then you got to be bad about it. Jesus flipped tables in the temple. That's all I'm saying. And he made a switch and he chased them people out. And so what I'm saying is finish, mm-hmm. finish your thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> Let's use discernment anyway. But yeah, so she, she made a lot of things about herself um and in times that I was being God led to express like if she came to me for advice she wanted a yes person I don't I don't have time for that I don't and um so yeah so Charlotte told me that and I I thought about it I was like yeah this is not a good relationship or friendship I'm sorry and in addition like you like you will be so proud of yourself especially in your weight um when certain things happen like uh same friend former friend um I remember she was coming to me about like relationships and stuff like that and just in my opinion had a lot of expectations that I didn't understand but I was at a different place in my life and you'll realize like for me I realized my growth when I I believe in taking your time there's I don't have a lot of I have boundaries I have standards but there's not really a lot of expectations and stuff like that. Cause that's how you get your heart hurt. That's how you get brokenhearted and stuff like that. Just really go with the flow. I'm not saying belittle yourself, settle or anything like that. But if you meet someone, hang out with them. You don't go bowling, go to breakfast, go to coffee and stuff like that. And understand this is the biggest thing that I've learned that whether you're meeting him on a dating app or in person and stuff like that, before he met you, he had a life. 
So now he's getting to know you and he has to fit you in that life. So for me, like I said, when I would be up late and I said that in quotes, I, I wake up early. I work out. Charlotte, stop laughing at me. I, I wake up early. I work out. My time with God is very precious. And that's another thing too. There, um, if I really was talking to a dude and I really got to know him. So if it, let's say if it was 6 p.m. I pray a lot. I talk to God throughout my whole day. But there's certain times in my nighttime that I've put my phone on do not disturb. And that's me and God. Like, hey, can I call you an hour? Like, if I'm talking to God, like, I'll call you. You know what I mean? I'm not disrupting my time with God and my foundation and my prayer time for some dude that I don't know if we're going to work out or not. Like, I'm just getting to know him, you know? So that is key. That is definitely key. And yeah, so like, you'll know. But again, like for me, like I said, I work out early. I get up early, all this other kind of stuff. I have a job. You know what I mean? I have an amazing job. I have assignments on my life. So I have a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of stuff for me to get done. So for me, I would stay up past a little bit past nine. Don't judge me. Not past no 12, maybe not past no 11 because I'm getting to know him. And this is the free time that we have to talk and to get to know each other. You know what I mean? So don't put pressure on yourself or this person to do something that's not you. Like you guys will fit. I really believe that will give you the grace, you and your person, the right time to fit, to get to know each other and stuff, but grace yourself, grace yourself and enjoy the process. I'm over here stuttering. <laughs> when I talk, I'm passionate. See, if I'm talking too fast, that means I'm really passionate about something or I'm excitedly nervous. But yeah, so grace yourself, take your time. Nervous. <laughs> excitedly nervous. That's me constantly, not well, not constantly certain things. And um, one thing I want to say, I have a big heart. Um, I'm not a fighter. I'm really a lover, truly. So um, you may think I'm very transparent in talking about certain people, but I do all this out of love because I've learned so much. And I really believe it's, this is meant for me to share. If I'm led to intercess and or intercede for those people, I will pray for them. But again, though, that is God's son. That is God's daughter. Whoever has hurt me, God has taken care of it. And I have love and heart and love and um just everything in my heart for those people. I really do. But those are people from my past. And I want to be transparent with you all, because if I don't give y'all any stories or anything, not that I have to, but you want something that you can relate to and hold on to because this walk is serious. Amen. Because once you get saved, Pastor Keith said this, once you get saved, you signed up for pressure. Our pastor said that you signed up for pressure, not lollipops and gumdrops. Like I said, easy peasy. Nah, like there is a season for joy and you will receive it. You will reap it. It will be amazing. But there is still sorrow. I told you when I, like I said, I felt hopeless before. Am I there now? Nah, God's got me. And I well, love not myself even that. because it's I love God. There. We're in war. Yes. Like that this is, is true. War, yes. I mean, like mm-hmm. life is great. We are blessed, but think it's a game. The devil don't take no PTO days. Mm-hmm. How about that? He don't, he don't take no time off. And so when you get saved and you make that decision, you went from being on the reserve list to active duty. Mm-hmm. And if you've exactly. never been in the military, honey, active duty, there, there's assignments, you, you out here. And so now there's a mm-hmm. target on your back, but you already have the victory in Christ, but you have to understand how to walk in it. And so mm-hmm. I love that Brie is so transparent because you need the real. That's part of the mm-hmm. thing with, you know, people with, with, 
religious culture is that we don't want to talk about we'll tell you hey don't no sex before marriage but nobody will say mm-hmm. yeah no nah. because if you do you can get an sti and this is mm-hmm. the life, you know like and i had to deal with this and this and this because yes. i told you, wait we'll tell you what to do but we don't tell you how to do it and so that's why i really felt like it was so important to have Brie on here to have this conversation and I thank God for her willingness to have this conversation because I can't tell you this because it's not my story mm-hmm. I can tell you like yo me and my husband both realized that we had to go back and clean up some mess and it was the roughest four years of our relationship we had to go back and deal with some stuff that we should have dealt with in the beginning but it's different for Brie because Brie is currently still walking this thing out she's done it for five Mm -hmm. years and so she has another perspective and so Brie I just am so grateful for y'all but y'all hear how sweet my friend is I pray for them (laughs) I love them and I love them too but I choose violence sometimes because the devil (laughs) and I wish somebody would run up on sis I I I wish I love you too I love you too that's my response every time (laughs) <laughs> when I, I t- like like I said God will give you the right people because Charlotte is not the only person that has said this to me <laughs> when I, I tell you. my friends about someone who has disappointed me or hurt my heart because my like like I said I'm a different breed and I don't so, say y'all, that to tell y'all something. <laughs> when I tell when y'all know people that like oh like man friend that hurt my heart for you like no Brie cries real tears mm-hmm. for yes. you me Mm -hmm. everybody like Brie cries Mm -hmm. she has a very very loving and giving heart and I do too but I also lived in St. (laughs) Louis for a point in time uh my parents (laughs) like my mama is a marine and so I can be about that life now look now (laughs) now look me and my granny my granny is the same way as Brie. And that's why, and I don't be playing about my granny either. Me and my granny got a saying this day. We say, you mess with me or my family. And my granny go, I'll spread your brain from here to Spain. That's it. That's <laughs> Brie's laughing because she's met my grandma. <laughs> Brie, we really say that. She's so sweet. We say that. You mess with me or my family. I'll spread your brain from here to Spain. Yes, we don't play now. now. Yes. And She'll yeah, play. I think you just, you have to have the right heart posture and stuff like that and you know when you go through things God eventually gives you a good level of peace and I think I, I have a lot of peace in my life I don't have time to worry I told Charlotte today I was praying over certain things that my family and I are going through and I prayed to God I told God I was like God we didn't I was loud and I was bold and that's one thing walking with God will give you so much courage and passion and fire and boldness it's the like authority you never thought you had it's mine literally I was like we ain't got time for mess you can say Man. that say that out loud walk around your house and yes. thank the Lord, we ain't got time for that and declare that because we have authority name. honey no mm-hmm. the same way when I say I choose violence I be choosing violence with the devil like oh oh you mm-hmm. think you about to oh you want to argue okay mm-hmm. let me pull out this bible because I don't have to argue right. with you matter of fact I don't have to mm-hmm. tolerate you I don't have to tolerate none of your demons I don't have to tolerate none of your foolishness because I have the victory through Christ Jesus and I uh oh yeah I said the name uh I'm covered by the blood uh, you've been defeated mm-hmm. now what hmm. exactly everything hmm. is a part of jesus footstool in jesus name so like you gotta walk the talk and do yep. you know and as his and daughter you be all right kids, yes. uh them kids be acting when they know their parents are lawyers and stuff do you know who i am that's how mm-hmm. i'm going about the devil like sir do you know who i am do you know you must mm-hmm. not know my daddy let me hold on let mm-hmm. me talk to you real quick um right. if you 
and your demons don't get the hell up out of my house. Let me tell you something, <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. You ain't got time. Uh-huh. You better go we back to the, to the hell where you came from because no, mm-hmm. nope, the blood of Jesus all up in yep. here. No, mm-hmm. sir. No, sir. But yes. Mm-hmm. No. But even in spiritual warfare, you can still have peace and oh, you yes. can have a oh, big I heart. Have so- I have peace because I know I know the peace that I have. Mm-hmm. Like you, what uh, yes. you used to say, uh, the, this piece of steel. No, my I know I have peace because I know even when warfare comes, one the victory is mine. But I know how to fight, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna get in my closet and I'm going to pray until uh, to what Miss Tanya say, till hell shakes and heaven responds and heaven responds the end we in then we in there you can tell we also go to prayer calls together this we is do our friendship. Together. Like, don't get shit. you don't have a friendship like us get you the friendship that's for you okay yes. till that's hell shakes and heaven responds and heaven responds Period. yes like mm-hmm. we can put hell on notice like mm-hmm. that's it i have the authority to do that even in your single season you still you don't need no man child Cause I, oh, because I no. because here's why when you get married the warfare intensifies because now it's mm-hmm. not just me that I'm having to war for I have to war for my husband I have to mm-hmm. watch his back he got to cover me so you have to go ahead you have to understand and now um really build up that that ability and that authority and the the boldness and the audacity okay mm-hmm. um, that is the the righteousness of God because you're gonna need it to where you yes. going and when we yeah, have know kids, who you baby, are yeah mm-hmm. like I want know I want to have kids are. but I have to right now be able just to pray for my husband and these two dogs that I've got because I need to also mm-hmm. I need to train myself up and be trained up in mm-hmm. the spirit to be able to cover my children because if you don't think he mm-hmm. tried it with my husband he didn't be trying it with my dogs Jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> and and even right. with that I have to be mindful and understand what is going on. And so if you don't think it's not going to intensify with children, it will. So take this season is your, mm-hmm. this is boot camp. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can have fun. You can just get ready. Mm-hmm. Me and Brie, we have days where we don't and, to yeah. listen to music and have a good time. We play games mm-hmm. uh, that Brie don't really be winning at, but it's fine. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I try my best okay that's all that matters we enjoy life and but also understand too that we literally had we had music on in the pool cooking food real good something happened and Bree stopped right there and we prayed because we understood Mm -hmm. what was going on it was an attack a literal Mm -hmm. attack happened Mm -hmm. in the midst of us kicking it and it went from Mm -hmm. from us like this is how we do it to uh uh-uh nope mm-hmm. <laughs> father yeah. god in the name of jesus it, is, it definitely happens mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and trans and I, we say this a lot but transparency is key and that's why you pray and god will send you the right people because i thank god for sure she's seen me cry many times and yes i am that friend that i try my best that if you're crying i try not to cry i be crying but <laughs> that discernment and that spirit is real and i just i the thing is, when God gives you certain gifts, you still have to guard your heart. And like Mrs. Tanya says, protect your ear gate and eye gate. So for me, I know that there's certain things I can't listen to. There's certain people I can't be around. I set the tone, there's borders, boundaries. Exactly. You know, and the, ooh, thank you, Jesus. One thing that even Charlotte told me that there have been times where I'm literally like, God, where's my husband? Where is he at? Because 
for me, COVID is still real. I go to the doctor and we work from home. I may go see Charlotte. I may hang out with her. I may see my grandparents, you know what I mean? Um, go to church, you know what I mean? I go to the same seven places. Where am I going to meet my husband? Mm -hmm. And I was watching <laughs> seven, literally seven places. And um, I literally was, sometimes I watch romantic movies or I listen to certain songs. And Charlotte was like, you got to stop doing that. And I'm like, exactly. So I watch Bob's Burgers. That is my favorite show. Charlotte, don't judge me. Watch Bob's Burgers. It's, I love, it's phenomenal. I mean, you know, sis from Bob's Burger who be throwing her back out trying to dance. You can't keep talking about Tina. That you is my keep favorite. That is There's my other favorite. characters. That is my other favorite. Anyway. So I'm back to my that's point. That's my favorite gif. <laughs> back to my point. You have to really protect yourself because I was in a moment, you know, and women, we have that time in a month and everything amplifies. So your hormones are real. So get yourself, guard your heart, guard your ear gate and your eye gate. Don't watch certain movies. Don't make yourself accessible. Hop off social media. Don't watch, listen to certain music or anything like that. Protect yourself because the devil's out here and we ain't got time to play god mm -hmm. is going to send you the person for you the man of your dreams but we're focused on you spiritually physically mentally and emotionally there is no shame and condemnation here and read deuteronomy 28 2 through 13 okay know who you are okay mm -hmm. that's amazing and first peter 2 9 through 10 like for real and yeah. go in your bible app go in your bible anything you're, is it if it's laziness if it's fear if it's doubt there is a verse for everything yeah. okay i ain't trying to just preach you know but i do have minister call my life and i've accepted that. i've accepted it so come on come on not just yes, the spiritual warfare but you need to know um, who you are and whose you are yep we actually just talked about identity so go back and listen to those episodes i did um last month about 10 things that you need to know about your identity god has really been working on me um, and just having me explore identity because that is the number one way that the devil really tricks us and tricks people mm -hmm. is it's an identity crisis. And it's really how he got into the position that he's in, that he forgot who God was. And he thought that him, mm -hmm. he was God. I almost said him was God. Tell me what <laughs> he thought that he was God and it got him out of position. And now he is where he is. And so he goes around really just trying to have us put on these other identities, because if once we know who we are in Christ, you be out here sounding like me and Bree. I wish a devil would. I ain't got time for no mess. Period. You ever just get fired up and angry? I was like, not even angry and like a bet, like hot for God. I literally was praying. I was like, God, I don't have time for mm. no mess girl and I, I ain't yelling really at God legit. I'm really yelling at the situation yes I legit my flesh be wanting to cuss the devil out and I know that that <laughs> is a flesh like but now I know how to do it in terms with scripture but now yes. I'm like bro who first of all who is you talking to mm -hmm. <laughs> you can catch me outside like you me. really think you yeah you think you gonna mess up my day girl, the spirit of heaviness what? I rebuke that we what? ain't got time who is you, who you think this is I'm having a good Saturday. What about I you? I can't get plots out of my head. You want to argue. <laughs> I can't argue with you. You yes. mad. <laughs> Devil man, because I could know you forgot who you were, baby. I know who I am. Exactly. Period. Okay, y'all. We're going we are going to and cut. put a pin right there my drop my drop period i love it so Bree, thank you so much again for being on here thank with you. us you know what i'm gonna ask you and i'm gonna put you on the spot oh lord Bree, i know 
that you have a prayer that you wrote about soul ties would you be open to writing um or sharing that prayer so I can put it in the show notes for people to download um in the Mm -hmm. event that they are struggling in that area yes I will actually actually send it to you Charlotte um because mine is personalized so I gotta edit it (laughs) yes no I appreciate that Okay, y'all. So it's going to be in the show notes. Link in the show notes. If you're struggling with soul ties, yes. um, Bree is going to so graciously um, mm-hmm. share that with us. Thank you, boo. Um, share that with us. And that's it for this week's episode. We have been on here cutting up. But that is it for this week's episode. So as always, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.